Covering Wisconsin sports like a... Welcome back. It is the Bill Michaels Show. I'm Ben Kenny. In for Bill today. Grant had to step out for a bit. He will return. A lot to get to in this 1 o'clock hour. We will hear from Matt LaFleur. I have an update from Packers practice. Matt Schneiderman tweeting out, David Bakhtiari is not practicing for the second straight day after playing Sunday night, and we know how he has been Managed there at left tackle. Elton Jenkins is practicing. Terrific news after missing the Buffalo game. Christian Watson with the concussion. Practicing outside today after not practicing yesterday, but still working through the protocol. So maybe you get him back for the Lions game. You need him, man. I mean, Rogers talked about how much they had in the playbook for Watson. His speed changes everything. It's an offense that kind of lacks explosion. He would bring it. I really want to see him back out there and see how he develops with Rodgers and and with the entire offense. Meanwhile, Devondre Campbell and Shamar John Charles also did not practice today. Campbell does not look like he is going to play on Sunday, which is unfortunate. We'll see what they could do, but definitely been an inside linebacker group that has struggled so far this season, at least from where our expectations were and from what we saw last season. 877-867-1670. The lines are full. I'll get through all of them. First, let's go to Brett listening to us. Brett, how are you? Good. How are you? Thanks for hanging on, man. What's up? Yeah, of course. Well, I didn't have much. My my biggest thing is that for the last few years, and it's just too bad Grant's not on right now since he's the music guy, but I think (laughs) every time uh, that Goody walks into 1265, they need to play uh, Ice Cube, No Vaseline over the the speakers (laughs) like every time i i like the title of the song the issue is i can't sit here and say that i i know the song well unfortunately we need grant but yeah you you tell him that that's the idea and maybe maybe he can play it uh before the next break i got you goody walk-up music i love it man appreciate walk-up music no vaseline appreciate basically how i feel is that we have just been screwed yeah, I mean, it has to be said, his hands are kind of tied. It's also, like, I started the show with this, and yes, the deadline sucked and they did nothing, but there also is part of me that looks at this team and says, are they good enough anyway? And adding a receiver that also can stay for the rest of Roger's career, uh, very important. I appreciate the phone call, Brett. Thank, thanks for listening. Um, adding a wide receiver, very important. But at the same time, Like I said, in the middle of the summer with the Milwaukee Brewers, if the bullpen for the Brewers, no matter what bats they added at the deadline, if the bullpen does not produce and pitch to a three, three, five and stay tight and stay consistent, the team will not make the playoffs. Didn't matter what they did on offense. This Packers situation feels kind of similar where no matter who they, they could have added Justin Jefferson to this team. And if the defense can't figure it out and stay consistent and stop the run, I don't know how much matters. So that's why Sunday, I mean, all my sights are set on what the defense does. 877-867-1670. Let's go to Mike in Virginia. Mike, uh, John, excuse me, not John. Mix that up. John, what's up? Hey, how you doing, man? Just a uh, uh, long-time Packers fan, man, first-time caller. Actually, you know, live in Virginia, but been a Packers fan my whole life. And, I got you. Uh, hey, I got to ask you something. Are you a, a UVA guy, a tech guy? Where are we at? Because both those programs are kind of in the dumps. 
Well, the thing with me is I'm actually originally from Philadelphia. So oh. um, I moved down to Virginia. I was in the Marine Corps, came down here um, after I got out. And uh, so I'm actually a Penn State guy when it comes to college stuff. But, oh, I got you. Well, you're speaking you know, to a fellow Philadelphia native uh, while all right, I... Well, then go Phillies. Go Phillies. Man. Oh, man. I'm, I'm scared for tonight. I didn't want to get into this talk at all today. Like I, everybody who's listened to this show knows that I'm a, I'm a diehard Phillies fan. And I, I feel terrible, John. I'm not going to lie. I feel horrible. I think we can do it, man. I think we just got to, you know, we got to, we got to uh, come out strong tonight, get to that, get the Verlander and, uh, you know, and just, just, uh, you know, do what they've done all year, man. Just, just be gritty and fight and, uh, yeah. you know, see what they can do. But, uh, um, I guess we'll see, but my, you know, obviously I called about the Packers. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I'm just really frustrated. I mean, I know there's a lot of things. I mean, people are talking about, you know, Rogers and this and that, where, you know, we should get rid of Rogers. He's the best chance we got. He's the best chance we got at, at anything right now. And, I understand what people are saying. You know, one one piece isn't going to you know fix everything, but you got to start somewhere. You got to start building blocks somewhere to start getting somewhere. You know, and this you know we'll just we'll just write this season off, and you know maybe we'll get somebody in the second round that's going to be somebody. I mean, we could have gave up a second round pick. I heard we were in the running for maybe Judy uh, from Denver with the second rounder. Uh, he's he, you know he's a young guy. KJ Hamler out there too. I mean, we could have we could have probably done something. I think without giving up too much and you know, you got to start somewhere. We need somebody out there to at least strike some fear. And we've got, obviously we've got problems on the defense and I don't know what that is. I mean, we went through Mike Pett, we went Don Capers before that, all these guys come and go and we still run into the same fundamental things. I mean, these guys don't, I mean, they teach you a pop Warner football. You wrap up the, you, you wrap up the ball carrier. You don't hit him with your shoulder when you weigh 190 pounds and the guy weighs two two thirty and he's grinding, you know, running down the field. I mean, these guys are fundamentally not doing what they're supposed to be doing. And it's just frustrating because, you know, then LaFleur gets stuck out there having to figure out what he's going to tell the media because Gutekunst doesn't want to come up and say like, Hey, this is our plan, you know? And then, you know, that Aaron Rodgers, what is Aaron Rodgers supposed to say? I mean, he's supposed to say, oh, yeah, you know, the season's screwed. I mean, of course he's going to try to spin it and, and, and be the leader that he is. But um, I just think that I just think that the whole thing is, I mean, we haven't drafted a receiver in how many years? And, you know, n- nobody did anything about it. I mean, we took Jordan Love. What was that all about? Yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> saying you got to start somewhere, they should have started, as you said, years ago. If you're a draft and develop organization – then you have to draft pretty damn well and then develop even better if you're not going to go out there and get big-ticket guys. The fact they haven't invested nearly enough in wide receiver, Grant said it uh, last hour, where when you have Devontae and you have MVS and the, the receiving core is fine, you didn't have anybody behind them that could step in if Devontae left, and he did. And then now we're in the situation we're in. Um, right. I don't know. No, exactly. When it comes to Goody, though, I just the, the thing I cannot get over is the fact that Goody did not speak to the media. I, I cannot imagine going through a deadline like that where the fans are angry and the fans want answers, and he's not going to say anything, but come out and answer questions from the media. I think it goes a long way. Well, I think he knows that he's really got nothing to say. I mean, what is he going to say? And I don't know what his long-term plan is. I mean, what is, he's going to what? He's going to draft and develop a guy he gets in the second round next year and, and, and hope that Rodgers is around to, you know what I'm saying, and these other yeah. guys are going to step up. I mean, we had the money We had the money to offer to Devontae Adams, right, to keep him, to keep him, right? But we don't have, a, we don't have money to go out and get a free agent guy right now. Well, what about the salary cap, salary cap? I mean, we had money that we offered Adams all the money he wanted. He just decided to go to uh, the Raiders because he wanted to go play with Carr. That was before Rodgers' contract, though, I believe. Like, where they stand with Rodgers and his cap hit, you're still paying Zadarius Smith. He counts against the Packers' cap this season and all the big contracts he gave on defense that you kind of had to give. 
because Campbell played out of his mind. Douglas played out of his mind. Um, and then Jair obviously deserved it. When you give up, when you give out all those contracts, Bakhtiari's making all the money in the world. After they signed Rodgers, their hands were kind of tied. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I just, I just feel like there's more that could be done, and you know, especially a franchise that's, you know, you you, you got a quarterback once it, I mean, once in a lifetime. We got lucky going from Favre to to Rodgers. I mean, you know, you, what, what do you think? What do you think the chances of us getting something like this again anytime soon? We're going to go back to the Don Mikowski days here if we don't watch what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, no, I got you. you. Know? So. I don't know, man. It's just frustrating. I'm a stockholder and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to my first game coming up here against the the, the, the Cowboys at Lambeau. Oh, and, brother! Uh, and you know, I'm I'm a little scared now that they're gonna, they're going to lose. You know what I'm saying? So, I guess uh, you know, it's it just it just kind of sucks, man. But you know, diehard Packers fan, man. I appreciate you taking my call, man. And just uh, you know, like I said, man. I just hope uh, hope hope we can turn it around somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, you and me both, man. I mean, that Cowboys game, at least where we stand right now. That's looking like it looked when Brett Bielema came into Madison in October for the Badger fans out there, like getting beat, not only, you know, by a good team at home, but when you're struggling by your former coach, a guy that you didn't leave with on the best terms, terms are different, but yeah, that, uh, that feels like the beginning of the end. If it's going to get bad, if the Lions game goes poorly and then the Cowboys game continues that you really could see big changes after that. That's my sense, at least. Like, there has to be some level of tolerance. And the Badgers showed you that, you know, losing at home to Brett Bielema is kind of intolerable, no matter what regime is, is there as head coach. 877-867-1670. Let's get back to it. Mike is in Eau Claire. Mike, what's up? Hey, not a lot. I'm just uh, all to complain. I'm just a frustrated Packer fan. And I guess what Aren't we all? bothers me today is that I was waiting for... Mr. Gutekunst to come on, Brian Gutekunst, to give us an explanation for the inactivity. And I've listened to the reports, and I've listened to what Aaron Rodgers says. I've listened to what uh, Mike, I mean, the, the head coach, Matt LaFerce said. And he just kind of, they just they just talk, and they go right back to we're worried about the next game. And I, I just think it was so, I'm not trying to, I'm not going to swear, but just kind of limp for him not to come out and say, hey, you know, this is what we were thinking. This is what we were doing. It's like that's what we happens every time, and it reminds me of, and you brought this up earlier, the Brewers, and that scares me because there was no, all we did was trade the, te- the trade deadline, and we were three games up in the Central with the Brewers, and I just don't want the Packers to go the same way as the Brewers. Yeah. You know, I just hope happen because getting my heart broke twice in a year is not good for me you know right at least he didn't sell at the deadline as rogers pointed out but i i mean i'm with you with goody listen i have a video in front of me right now it is bill's gm brandon bean and, and they traded uh for naheem hines from the colts obviously so they did make a trade but he's out there and reporters asked him about the reported conversations with McCaffrey that they had about Camara. He shot down some rumors. He said others were true. He was open. But he sat in front of the media for minutes and explained what the deadline was like. And obviously, Bills fans are quite happy with him because their team is great. And he's done a terrific job building a roster and building a culture with Sean McDermott. But you look here, and maybe this is a, an unfair outsider perspective, but when, when deadlines happen, when things like this pass, I feel like people in powerful positions owe the fans. If you're, not, if you're just going to say GM speak and coach speak crap, then do it. 
but at least come out and face the media yeah. and explain what, what happened. If you just want to say, yeah, we offered this, they said no, or we tried, we're happy with where our team is, fine, do it. But come out and speak to the media. Don't keep your head coach up there trying to answer all the questions when because the, the media are going to ask. Do not let your coach face that fire because he has other stuff going on. He is a three and five football team that's lost four straight and played terrible football for a month. Right. And the deal is that I think it's a slap in the face to us fans. We know it's not Matt LaFleur doing it. We know it's got to be Brian Gutekunst making these calls. And he just, not to come out and say to the fans, hey, I tried. I was in the clay J-pool. I was in whatever I was in. I tried to get this. Man, Chubb would have been a nice addition. There was so much stuff that could have happened. Any of that stuff would have been wonderful. Anything. Just anything. But just to do absolutely nothing and then not come out and tell us that, that's ridiculous. You know, I, I liked him less. I was pretty upset with the love thing going on. I kind of got over that a little bit, but I'm right back to it now. Yep. I, I mean, and frankly... I am a little more agitated with the the bad takeaways they had, the bad products they got from the draft this season. I'm where, gonna... like, the deadline's one thing. You have a three and five team. Do I think one wide receiver changes everything? No. Do I think they should have done it and it would have been beneficial? 100%. But I look at his draft, where he entered this 2022 draft with two ones, two twos, a three, a four, I think a couple fives, like five seventh round picks. And a lot of those guys have potential, but not many of them are helping the team right now. And with Rodgers being near the end of his career, you needed guys that could see the field right away and play. And they haven't come away with nearly any of those. Anybody can come up with this. Anybody knows that we needed to go for this now. I think Aaron Rodgers is the greatest quarterback of all time. And I believe we're wasting his last few years just struggling trying to get players around him. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I will note I that, hate. I mean, until Buffalo, he hasn't looked great this season. Yeah, I know. But you know what? He doesn't have anybody to throw it to. I guess he's got a run game, but the offensive line has been tough too. So, I mean, I really believe in Aaron Rodgers. And you know what? I'm not stupid enough yet to say, hey, I'm done. I don't think the season's done. Let me just limp into the playoffs. And these receivers that we got, this kid can stay healthy, and the and Dobbs comes out big. You know, who knows? We might turn this around and be all surprised, and that would be wonderful. That would make the best year ever. Yeah, I got you. I don't share your optimism when it comes to the playoffs, <laughs> but I appreciate it. I appreciate the phone call, man. Thanks for listening. 877-867-1670. I feel, and maybe I'm a pessimist, but I, I feel like if this team makes the playoffs, we'll see a similar game than we saw at Buffalo where when you play a great quarterback and a great team, and the NFC doesn't have many of them, but still, when you play a really good team that's balanced and talented on both sides, and the, this Packers team find themselves in a hole, they can't play from behind. There's no explosion in the passing game. I guess there was late against Buffalo, but the game was over. Like, let's be honest. If Buffalo wanted to run out the clock or do it, like Allen started playing a little loose, and the Packers got turnovers from that. But this Packers team has to play from ahead and run the ball and play with the lead. When you play really good teams in the playoffs, I just can't see them getting in that position. So I think there is still a really good chance they make it, given how bad the NFC is. But can they go on the road to San Francisco with this team and win and cover McCaffrey and all them? Can they go to Philadelphia and do it? I, I don't feel great. And there's time for that to change, but that's where I'm at today. 877-867-1670. 
final one before we hit break. Line four, you're on the Bill Michaels show. Who do we got? That is Dave. What's up, Dave? Um, I just wanted to bring up a couple of points. Um, last year at this time, we were talking about Brian Gutekinds being the, in the running for GM of the year, picking up Rasul Douglas and uh, Campbell, the linebacker. Yeah, I guess part of that was every, and I think I did this, I, I went through this last month, pretty much every single move he made last offseason worked and, and worked perfectly where you're talking about free agent decisions, all that they bring in Rasul. Like you mentioned, they bring in Campbell, even Whitney merciless played well for a couple weeks before he got hurt. Pretty much every move they made this off season has failed to be honest. Right. And then another point is uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is probably the best quarterback ever, but he wanted more say in running the team and they gave him more say in running the team. And is this the result of that? That is a good question, man. I wish I knew the answer to that question. That's what's so hard, especially with how their offense operates, where even you go on the field. I wish I knew how many times LaFleur calls something or Rogers calls something. I want to know that dynamic and we never will. And when it comes to the front office, I'm with you. I wish I knew the answer, but I don't. So it's kind of hard to speculate. All right. Okay. That's it. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. Thanks. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Line one. You're on the Bill Michael show. Who do we got? You got Ken here. What's up, Ken? How are you? Well, I'm doing fine. I'm just watching something happen here that just amazes me. You know, everybody reads the paper and listens to everything that's going on, and they've got us down as a Super Bowl team. Who does? I've been. What do you think everybody's upset about? The Packers are down as a Super Bowl team? They've got them down in their mind as a Super Bowl team. We should be able to do this, this, and this, and we're all upset. I said, when you start out a season and you don't have your offensive line even set up and you're bouncing people around all the time, you don't know what you got for wide receivers. I said, this is kind of like high school ball. You got to say, let's just see what they put out this week. Yeah, I'm with you caught up in this thing where you're just totally upset because, you know, we're not playing up to the level that we anticipate. I said, look at everything and then say, you know what? Every game is going to be taken as what it does that week. And by that, I mean, are we closer to a 500 team and we should be glad when we win? Or are we upset every time we lose and we lose by one point or we lose by 21 Yeah, I don't know. The way I look at it, when you have Aaron Rodgers for a year or two or however long, I think it's it's right to look at them with certain expectations. When they were in the playoffs last year, and yes, the team is somewhat different, but they return a lot of guys, a lot of important guys. That team probably should have been to the Super Bowl or at least the NFC title last year. I think it's fair to expect with Rodgers at quarterback in his final years for them to do it. And we, we entered this season saying, listen, the regular season, make the playoffs, uh, get in fine position, and it's about what you could do in the playoffs given the struggles that have happened previously. I, I think people have, have the right to be unhappy with how the team is set and how they're playing and the lack of movement at the deadline because I, this team is far below expectations that everybody is set, and I think rightfully so. I agree with one point, but I said – even the week before the season started, did we know who our offensive tackles would be? Did we know if we had a right tackle? Um, did we have an idea who our wide receivers were? I said, there's a lot of things here that are quite different. 
and with Bakhtiari out and um, Jenkins out and the injuries we've got, I said, this is not the same team. And Aaron Rodgers, watching him play most of the time, he's not the same guy. Yeah, I got you. He definitely has not been playing to that MVP level. And appreciate the phone call, man. 877-867-1670. I mean, entering the season, we all thought the offensive line would be a strength. But that was because, myself included, at least in June and May, expected Bakhtiari and the guys to be back and back to somewhat full strength by a certain point. And that's not happened. When Bakhtiari's been out there, he's been really, really good this year. When Jenkins has been out there, when they move him to left guard, I think that works well. Josh Myers has been really good. It's that uh, the shuffling has been unexpected. The depth is not as good as we thought it was. Uh, Zach Tom and Sean Ryan, like Tom's thrust in there. I don't know. I The team is different than last year, definitely, but it's also because the guys that they relied on last year are not playing up to that standard this season. I think that's the biggest difference. Devondre Campbell, Rasul Douglas, guys on defense where last year that was a really good unit and they're struggling this time. And on offense, it's, I mean, it's obvious the the receiving core is coming along, a lot of injuries, a lot of significant injuries. And then the plans have been somewhat questionable, not getting the ball to your best player. 877-867-1670. Going to step away. When we return, Matt LaFleur met with the media. We're going to listen to it in advance of practice today, as well as the Lions game on Sunday. And then your calls after that, leading up to 2 o'clock. I'm Ben Kenny, in for Bill Michaels. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Bill Michaels show. It is a bullpen game, if you will. Bill will be back tomorrow. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm very sad to announce that we will not be able to dissect what's in Grant's snack cabinet after he posted a video of that earlier this week and uh, the internet broke. Really? He shut down Twitter with the video. Uh, some internet issues over there in lacrosse. So unfortunately, we will not get the lowdown on that. I'm sure Wisco Sports Show 4 to 6 many of these same stations, you will be able to hear that story. Then I urge everyone to tune in. And then here in Madison from 5 to 6, Kenny and Heilprin live from Monks and Sun Prairie. We're going to get to, so Bill and I have our NFL picks every week. We usually do it at 1230. We'll do it now. I am losing by a lot. And we'll tell you what we're looking at this weekend. We both agree on one game, a game that I guess is kind of important to those in the state. But real quick, the the Badgers are playing the Maryland Terrapins on Saturday. And the story is going to be, you know, two quarterbacks playing near the top of the Big Ten. Can Jim Leonard keep the momentum? Is Maryland actually a good team after always winning out of conference games, coming into Big Ten play, and then struggling? Well, the weather report, like, it's beautiful out right now. It does not feel like November 3rd. I would kill to be able to go out and golf right now. Uh, obviously, unable to do that, given duties of the job. But the weather report in Madison on Saturday. Listen, and, and this this gets me, this makes me giddy. It gets me going a little bit. 59 degrees, cloudy, windy. Uh, the winds will be gusting at 20 to 30 miles an hour in the morning. And then, as the game starts, 
Chance of rain, 80%. Winds gusting over 40 miles an hour. You could not picture a better a better setting for Wisconsin to absolutely demolish Maryland on the ground, get back to some hard-nosed football, not let Maryland beat you over the air when the wind is pumping, the rain's coming down, the ball's slippery. Let's muck this game up, get back to the to the heart of Wisconsin football. So that's coming up on Saturday. Badgers five-and-a-half-point favorites, I believe. When it comes to the NFL, though, through eight weeks, I believe it is now, I'm sitting 9-14-1. I've gone one and two each of the last six to seven weeks, and I swear I'm making good picks. They're just losing. That's kind of how it works. So if you want to make money, I might advise you pick against what my picks are. Bill, meanwhile, hanging in there 13-11, and 11, another two-in-one week last week. He is selecting three picks per week, as we always do. He's taking the Eagles, minus 13.5, tonight in Houston on the road. Big road favorites guy. So he's taking the Eagles. He's taking the New England Patriots, minus 5.5. I believe they are at home. They are. To the Indianapolis Colts, the Sam Ellinger-led Indianapolis Colts. No more Matt Ryan. And the final game he is taking, uh, I actually decided last minute to avoid it because I could see a scenario on Sunday where somehow, after all that's gone on, the, the Packers are 3-5. and five. Somehow they just put it together for one week. And yeah, they don't play well in Detroit. The Lions usually play them tough down there. The defense has been struggling. You have injuries. You don't know about Devontae Campbell. You don't know about Christian Watson. Yet, I could see the scenario where the defense keeps it together because of how bad the Lions defense is. And it's bad. It's probably the worst in football. The Packers are able to get it going through the air a bit, run the hell out of the football, win by 10. So the three and a half, I'm staying away from. But Bill is taking the Lions plus three and a half. So we'll get into that more tomorrow for sure. Meanwhile, my three, the Washington Commanders, uh, the Taylor Heineke-led red-hot commander somehow. I I guess beating the Packers mean you go on a run, which the Jets and Giants did for a bit. They're three-and-a-half-point dogs at home against the Vikings. And I'm I'm in on the Vikings. I think they're a good team. I like what Kevin O'Connell's done. But more than a field goal at home, the Vikings... Stat-wise, the Vikings don't blow you away. As Paul Charchian said at noon, they're kind of just winning close games and finding ways to to come away with victories, which credit to them, it's not what they usually do. They've done it this year. I think Washington can keep it close, three and a half at home. I'm taking Jacksonville, uh, my Jaguars, plus one and a half at home against the Raiders. The Raiders last week had uh, one of the worst performances I've ever seen. They crossed midfield for the first time in last Sunday's game with three minutes left in the fourth quarter. That tells you enough. They got, they got shut out. And then finally, Arizona minus two at home against Seattle. I don't know why I like Seattle more. I think they're better. I just, it's one of those, what I think will happen will not. So therefore I will bet the opposite. That tells you enough about how bad I am at picking spreads. So Washington, Jacksonville, Arizona, that's what I'm going with. Bill is on Philly, Detroit and new England this weekend i'm down by three and a half games need to start turning it around soon 877-867-1670 we have one segment to go we'll send you on about your thursday little preview for tonight got world series going on got nfl football 
talk a little Packers Lions as well. And then Bill will be back tomorrow to send you into the weekend. We have a segment left though. More of the Bill Michaels show closing it up coming up next. This is the Bill Michaels show on the Wisconsin sports zone radio network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers will practice in pads today, getting ready to face the Lions in Detroit. Although Green Bay lost to the number one ranked Buffalo Bills, Sammy Watkins thinks they've improved as a team. Last week was an eye-opener for all of us. So we really a good team. Um, we can put up points. We can play with the best, arguably the best team in the NFL. And um, now is this week to go to Detroit and try to do what we did last week, but get a win and play well on both sides of the ball, um, all phases of the ball. And um, I think this is a, a, the best week to do it. Um, going to Detroit and the Lions, pretty good team, but we got to go and play our game and execute, and I think we can squeeze out a win. On offense, the Lions are scoring an average of 30 points or more per game at Ford Field, but they've lost five in a row, and they fired their secondary coach after ranking dead last in pass defense in the league. And this week, they face Aaron Rodgers, Lions head coach Dan Campbell. Well, we all know what kind of quarterback he is. You know, it's the it's the same song and dance. He's seen every look you can see. He's always three steps ahead. He's mobile. He can move in the pocket. We know the damage that can be done with him. And so certainly trying to close the pocket in on him will go a long way. And, and we got to challenge these receivers. I asked Rodgers if the Lions are any different under Dan Campbell. Uh, they play hard. You know, obviously their offense has scored a lot of points at home, too. I think they average like uh, 35 or so at home. So they've scored on everybody, too. So we're going to obviously have to come out and score some points on Sunday. Packers head coach Matt LaFleur. They beat us last year in Ford Field at their place in the last game of the regular season. So, you know, you can throw the records out the window, in my opinion. I mean, it's the NFL. It doesn't matter who you play. If you don't play your best, you're going to get your ass kicked. That's Matt LaFleur in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. facility today i don't know he sent me a picture it's a hilarious picture i may get his graces to to tweet it but we'll see but i'm sure he'll talk about that tomorrow also coming up we have dan miller voice of the lions to preview sunday's game as well as our normal friday guest mike clemens matt mitchell to talk gambling all that good stuff big show tomorrow i guess the only plea i can give to the people is pray for me tonight uh big game on the on the baseball diamond that will go a long way towards establishing whether I am a happy and or sad person tomorrow and the rest of the weekend and maybe throughout the rest of my life. I don't know. Big game tonight. Game five, Houston at Philadelphia. Uh, that series is tied 2-2 two to two after the Astros no-hit the Phillies last night. A combined no-hitter, I will add. And immature me would, you know, come on and say, oh, a combined no-hitter, that doesn't count. Not what I'm doing here. Uh, I accept it as a no-hitter. It was absolutely painful to watch so hopefully the Phillies can right the ship tonight send it back to Houston with a three to two lead coming up tonight Wisco Sports Show four to six as always 
throughout the week, many of these same stations. I'll be live at Monks and Sun Prairie if you want to come say hello. Kenny and Heilprin, Talking Badgers, Jim Leonard, the weather report for Saturday's game, all of that good stuff. Uh, the podcast also available if you're interested. A lot of good chatter on the future of the Wisconsin football program. Uh, and in the podcast of this show, if you missed any of it, a lot of spirited discussion early on when it comes to the Packers, where they stand, what they should have done, uh, maybe how to look forward and see how the team will perform, whether a playoff run is realistic. And then on Sunday, I mean, to me, the theme of the day is given the matchup and how I see it playing out with the Lions, each team can score like anybody, the Wisconsin Badgers. And I say this jokingly could probably score against this Lions defense. It is a sieve, especially in the secondary. The Packers should be able to move the ball, control the game. You would think question is, can their defense come up big and shut down the Lions offense, which Jared Goff isn't going to wow you at quarterback. However, they have the weapons up and down the field where if tackling's an issue, they could hit you with big plays over and over again. So that's the biggest matchup. It, it feels like a do or die weekend for the Packers defense. If they're going to return to top of the NFL, at least top 10 ish, then yeah, I would, um, I would assume this weekend really needs to, to be that point where we see it turn around before an important stretch of games before the Titans on Thursday, before big Mike and the boys come into Lambeau in a couple weeks. It's uh, I mean, more losses you add to that, add to that record, the harder and harder it will be to overcome that and make the playoffs. So Packers lines coming up three and a half point spread in Detroit Sunday at noon, uh, Badgers, Maryland 11 on Saturday. Again, a game I'm very excited for. If you listen to the show, you know, uh, I'm a college football guy at heart. That's always been, it always will be my number one sport. So uh, that game gets the juices flowing more than anything. They're going to be playing in the rain and the wind. It's going to be nasty. That's what we like. And also, will it be fun uh, either tailgating, being at a bar, sitting on the couch, maybe not playing in that weather? Uh, always. But that's the beauty. That's why we love playoff football in January, right? Either you're there and you have the, the old alcohol blanket to keep you warm, or you sit on your couch and it looks cold. That's classic. All right. Thanks, everyone, for hanging around. Apologies that Grant cannot finish it out again. Some internet issues with him, but listen to his show, four to six, Wisco Sports Show. Always a good time. Tweet him about his damn snack cabinet. Because that's an issue. We can't have him snacking like that. We, we can't have him only eating the foods he has outlined in said cabinet. So I guess it's a good analogy for the Packers wide receiving core. One that falls short and doesn't do enough nutrition-wise for its quarterback. All right, that's gonna do it. I'm Ben Kenny. Bill, back tomorrow. Thanks, everybody, for hanging around. See ya. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.